go ahead and start that and go live. Check connection. We are now live. Hello, everyone. BC here. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the BC Motor Tech Tuesday. I am in Moore Park, California, pretty far away from home, pretty far away from the office, and it's really quiet here because everyone's at lunch. So it's the perfect time for me to talk to you guys about what's going on and exciting things in tech and life. Hello, Lulu. Good afternoon. Good seeing you. AJ! Oh my god, AJ is fantastic. So for those of you who do not know Relentless Racing, Relentless Racing, AJ is a fellow engineer, very talented driver, and has helped me tremendously improve my skill on the track. Um, I know, Kevin, I'm running late. There was a lot of traffic coming here. So for those of you who are familiar with the LA area, I kind of traffic on the 60 and also on the 5 coming here. So I literally just got here and ran over here quickly. Hello, Steve from Automotive KMD. Good afternoon. Xtran, good seeing you as well. Mike, 964, good evening. Good seeing you as well. Um, I have this power cord here. And we plug it in and plug in here. Okay, good afternoon, R35. Congo, Kono Geo. Thank you so much, Kono Geo. He said that the van is really sick. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'll help plug this in, get some power here. Um, I guess he's referring to the recent Donut Garage van event where they're talking about vans and how cool they are. So that just came out. It was launched yesterday on YouTube, I believe, on the Donut Garage thing with Nolan, which is pretty nice. Oh, uh, BMW 2002 today. Not, I'm not. Sam! Good afternoon, Sam. Good seeing you, Sam. Very, very talented uh, fabricator who's going to be very mad at me very soon with all the projects we have coming through. Hello, Jim. Jiffy Lube in Costa Mesa. Shout out to you. Good seeing you as well. Um, yes, I can recommend something for diesel power. Um, a bigger turbo. <laughs> um, parts of the wagon. Yes, Kevin. So parts of the wagon has, has shown up. So we need to get together soon. Positu. Good afternoon. Good seeing you. Dimmon Deep is ready to do some talk. He's ready. <laughs> Hello, wagon. Good seeing you as well. And I'm at Turbonetics. And right next to me, they're assembling a ton of turbos. Look at this. This is a pretty cool. I don't even know what size it is. It looks like... This could be something in the 64 millimeter range uh, with an Inconel exhaust wheel and a billet compressor wheel. And you know what I love about billet compressor wheels? You can literally have the inducer milled all the way almost to the center nut. So for every revolution of the turbo, you get more airflow. So for the same size wheel compared to a cast, which most cast wheels have a larger center section to be able to remove the casting and to be able to clean it up, this allows you for a very long inducer vein, which can do wonders for airflow and Power. Oh, my hands untidy. Oh well. Trousers. Okay. Um, Fox Designs. Ask any more on the Super Street covers. Yes. So Fox, I spoke to Sam Du, who's the editor in chief for Super Street magazine, and he shared that only the subscription ones had the wagon on the cover. The ones available in stores on the marketplaces had the S2000, so they wanted to make it a special edition for the loyal subscribers. So I've asked for a, a nice case of it, and if I get it, I'm sending to you. Hopefully, we can get something really nice. You know. Hello, EP. Rachi, YT, good seeing you. JP Fierro, good afternoon. And for those of you on YouTube, thank you so much for joining us here on the Beast Mode Tech Tuesday show. We're on the 80th episode. How crazy is that? And for those of you listening to us on the podcasting, thank you so much. Because we have it, of course, on iTunes, on Anchor, on um, Google Podcasts, on Spotify. You can listen to this afterwards, you know? Ah, Alfie. Yes, congrats to him as well. Um... Let's see, who's starting with me? Too bad I don't have my hat. Um, Blueberry Dog is saying, I want to put a cam from you for a D system wide. I have a precision 5431 speed factory rod and guitar pistons for a valve. So the valves are good, which you have. 
The rods are good. The engine is really decent. The turbo is fantastic. Those pistons though, they're cast pistons and, and they do fail. When they go out, they take a bunch of stuff with it. So if you haven't put that together, I would highly encourage you to explore some proper forged assemblies, proper forged pistons from like, let's say Trom. That's what we use. Because Vitaras do tend to disintegrate and they take a lot with them when they do. So for a camshaft, it depends on your power. If you want to make less than, let's say 450, you can get the level 2.4. If you're making more than 450, go with the level 3.6 professional cam from BC Moto, which is fantastic, you know? Jmar, thank you for the kind words. He says, BC, you're the most positive influence. I love positivity. Um, I have a hard time. Even my family tells me sometimes I get a little too anxious and crazy because I have so much going on at the same time. But thank you for the, the kind words. Jim Genghis Khan, who I love his name so much, is asking, K24 Turbo versus K20 Turbo. Great answer, or question I should say. And the answer to that is, if you love low RPM grunt, K24 is the way to go. It has a displacement, but you don't have the RPM capability of a K20. If you love high RPM power, the K20 is definitely the way to go. From a cost perspective, K24 seems to be more cost effective than K20s, primarily because K24s were everything almost. They were in elements, they were in TSXs, they were in um, um, CRVs. You see K24s everywhere, they're pretty cost effective. But lower RPM grunt, 24, displacement. High RPM capability, K20, depends on your goals. Chance Lovell says, uh, he's from Canada. Thank you so much for joining us all the way there. Hello, DJ Ramarov. I know Hitty Foot, I almost got pissed with the whole Vitara thing, but I gave myself a commitment this week that I'm gonna go a week without getting upset. <laughs> so. It's getting very tough, but it's very challenging, you know? Um, yeah, I agree, Fox. I just have, I tend to bite off more than I can chew. Like, today, me driving here was quite a bit when I have so much going on at the office. But I love coming to Turbonex, and I do want to talk to them about some of the projects we have coming up and what they have planned for the nearest future, which they're always reinventing themselves. And, you know, Turbo, Turbonetics, Precision, and Napier are one organization, so technology is paramount here. They're having a good time, which is fantastic. Um, would a BRZ be a risky second car? Thank you. No, Josh. Subaru and Toyota combined to create that, that vehicle, and it's not risky at all. Now, if you plan on tracking it hard, there are quite a few things you have to do with the oiling system, and depending on what year, the cam control modules may be a bit of a challenge, but by all means, no, they're good cars, and I love the flat four in those, in those vehicles that gives, lends itself to a very beautiful uh, center of gravity and driving experience, which I think is absolutely fantastic, you know? You missed the past three Tech Tuesdays vape? Well, welcome. Good seeing you nonetheless, you know? Um, let's see. Uh, so, there is not a lot of data on chlorinated paraffins. Um, chlorine is, oh, there's very limited data. I would advise you otherwise. Dana, you know Dana? Who do you not know? Good afternoon, import rally. Good seeing you. Um, I was so we just saw him in the hallway. I will by all means. AJ, you know everyone. Um, well, no. So Blueberry is asking, now that he bought a speed factor rod, long rods, you screw. No, it's actually an advantage. You can still have Trom custom make your pistons. And if you have a hard time, let us know. We're a distributor for Trom, and we can get you smashing prices for that, which is nice, you know? Oh, thank you so much, JP. He's saying that missing tattoos is like missing church. I'm very flattered by that. <laughs> but uh, by all means, welcome, you know? Connell Gio's asking how I heard about Nicolaudis passing me. Yes, I did. I know. He's, he was a magnificent driver and continued with his passion around motorsports even after his crazy accident. And for those of you who've seen the film that revolved around him, 
and his longtime rival, he, he was just a, a great legend and a hero to the sport. So it's really sad to see him no longer with us, you know? Hello, Ko. Good seeing you. Ko Biari Sama. Interesting screen name. Thank you for joining us this afternoon on BCMO Tech Tuesday. I'm at Turbonetics. As you can see from behind, I don't know if you can tell from behind me, but there's a, yeah, there you go. It's a Turbonetics little thing, such a turbo there. And I have a whole crate of turbos here. Billet turbos with billet backings and Inconel turbine wheels, which is pretty cool, you know? Um, Papa's asking, what would your take be on building an RSR mid 70s 911 with new technology 3.0 from 993? That would be fantastic. I'll even take the 993 technology because 993 heads flow much nicer. Um, there are three sixes, but you can easily bump them up to a 3.8 using larger bore sleeves. Uh, I would incorporate dry by wire. I'd incorporate a highly advanced engine management solution with proper sequential injection. I would optimize um, the ignition system by getting rid of the distributor and going with direct column plug, which we've done, by the way, and I'm doing something very similar this year as well, which should really excite everyone. I would also use CAN control to be able to communicate with different parameters like the fuel pump and uh, cooling system and so on and so forth because those engines typically have fans with the oiling system up front. I'm a huge advocate of, of combining modern technology with old school um, engineering, which also improves that significantly and gives a much more beauty to it as well. Hello, RNF Pool Services. Good afternoon. I'm fine. I hope you're doing well, brother. Benrick. Fan, thank you so much, sir, for your support. I sincerely appreciate that indeed. Um, uh, see, oh, so Darkway saying isn't very effective, but if something just is where that means it's reducing friction, it depends. Now, above and beyond an additive package, how well is it resilient to heat? And that's my concern there. When things tend to break down easily with heat, they tend to coke. Even if they do a good job reducing friction, it could cause a challenge. And that's some of the challenges I talked about with uh, some of the polymers that exist as. Um, uh, additives, when you have a wide span from, let's say, a 0 to 40 weight oil, you have a lot of friction, no, viscosity modifiers. So even though that's great in allowing us to have great cold cranking and great, decent protection in high temperatures, they can break down very easily. And that's the same concern I have with the compound you mentioned earlier, you know? Yes, Rush, that is a movie, and it was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, you know? What is the biggest turbo I've ever used in the build? It says, I think good, a 76 millimeter turbo which I put on the EcoBoost Mustang. And it made easily, I think we made 901 with that, and it made that easily, but the, <laughs> I didn't like the power, I hated the power curve. And I'm honestly, that was, that was the one car that I purposely built as a Dino Queen. And it made good power, but it was really, really laggy. And what I noticed was that the, the horsepower band was like maybe 1500 RPMs. It looked like a, a crazy Supra, so I didn't like it. But I used, 76 millimeter is, is the highest I've used, and it was a Terminex 76 millimeter with a mid-frame compressor housing. What turbo would internal gear would I choose for a D16 aiming at 350 to 400? Definitely the TNX. So there's a TNX20 that um, Terminex makes. And if you have a hard time finding that, just send me a message here and I can try and connect you or give you one of my discounts, which will help. But they have a TNX20 that's internally gated. And if my memory serves me correctly, I think that's a 52 millimeter compressor inducer, if my memory serves correctly. It's not, I think it's larger than 40, I think it's 52. And that will get you exactly where you need to be. Very compact, and the design of the turbine housing is absolutely gorgeous. If the team was here, I would have them pull one for you and show you. It's really, really cool. So that would be an ideal Obi-Wanza. And if you have any challenges, hit me up and I'll take care of you, you know? I am Mike says, I'm bringing my 14 SI to you soon. I look forward to exceeding your expectations, I am Mike 83. Um, 
That's in fevers asking, how much should I advance or retard timing for performance and do I need a bump up octane? So depending on your setup, typically you do not, but a dynamometer, a dyno tune would allow you to optimize your ignition timing. Now, if you have a full engine management, it's not a global advance or retard. You may need advancing in certain RPMs and loads and retards in others. A dyno would like to do that. There's no universal bump or retard in timing to get you the best reliable power. Um, Andy's saying, can I get some more info on your heat shielding gaskets and why I should get them over phenolic thermal um, manifold spacers? So it depends. Um, some of the thermal spacers exist on the throttle body side. The one thing about the Bismoto heat shielding gasket is one, it eliminates the head from the intake manifold so you don't have your intake gases getting heated up to reduce the amount of compact oxygen that gets in and creates a lot of nice, reliable power for you. Secondly, we do something very unique that other manufacturers don't do. We tend to open up the port slightly, like an eighth of an inch more than the port. And what that does is we notice that when you squish down or torque down your intake manifold to the gasket, they tend to protrude into, the average gaskets tend to protrude into the port. That's not very good for flow. You know how we port heads and we take a very little material out and we gain significantly? Well, imagine what happens if you have a gasket protruding into your port. That sucks, right? So having a slightly oversized port is perfect. So when you torque it down and bolt it down, it conforms and it doesn't impede any flow. Above and beyond that, unlike some companies that use materials that are not very resilient to heat, the Bissimoto one is extremely resilient and it's, it has very nice thermal properties where it doesn't burn and you can reuse them very easily. So that being said, that kind of sets us apart. I have not seen through my research any gains having anything north of the manifold or north of the throttle body. I haven't seen any benefits from a throttle body spacer at all in terms of heat retention. I am Mike Sadie, loves my Odyssey. Thank you so much. You know that was the most difficult car for us to ever build and at the time, the most expensive project we ever had. We had seven weeks to take a car from a stock Burgundy um, uh, Odyssey to this crazy thousand horsepower monster. And that was a lot of work and a lot of bespoke parts, which is very, very difficult to do. You know? Thank you. Rowdy Shingle says I have the best shirts. Thank you. This is a Beast Motor Mahal Improvement shirt with a 356 on it. And if you want access to it, we have it on the Beast Motor website under apparel, which is pretty cool. Um, hello, Miami. Uh, Miami Nation. Cool screen name. Pretty nice. Wagon Deal, you're pretty tardy. If you're just coming in now, you have missed a good 20 minutes. <laughs> hello, White Jeffrey. Good seeing you. Oh, my goodness. Youngster323 says he has a stock J32. What would be your first basic mods to make a little bit more power? Well, intake, exhaust, and proper lubricants. That can definitely help you tremendously. So intake can reduce some of that intra intake uh, restriction that robs power. Anything kept back can help the engine breathe a lot more and create some more power for you. And then believe it or not, oil can be a performance part. And you guys know I'm a huge advocate of Purell, which is the head I'm wearing as well. And I think someone just posted up on the Pure page that they gained four horsepower for a wheel on their setup. Um, I think uh, Fox Designs here, he gained a little bit more than six or seven. I got 12 on my all-motor setup as well with my crazy drag car. So it's a very good way to also protect your engine while improving power as well. So that can help, you know? Deep and Deep has a great question. He says, are you a fan of daily driven water meth on Pump 91 on the Build D Series? Yes, I am. Um, I did something very similar on the Waggle Van, the first wagon that we did as far back as 2008. That crazy blue Porsche I have with the twin Turbinex turbochargers hanging out the rear, that also has two nozzles and a water methanol kit, and even driving like a madman. Um, that one gallon AEM tank lasted me a good month. 
So I am a huge advocate of it. And for those of you who don't know, the water methanol system is something that was derived from World War II, where when there was scarcity of good fuel, um, the military had to think of a way to get decent octane without proper fuel around and keep the plane safe and reliable. So that concept came up where it allows for cooling of the intake charge and increase of octane and giving all the advantages of increasing timing and boost without any detrimental effects to your engine. So that being said, water methanol is, a, is something that I love. You don't have to worry about any range anxiety if you're driving around, um, like you may have to with race fuel or E85. If you don't have stations nearby, you can get a lot of range anxiety. You don't have to worry about that with 91, which is pretty cool. Miguel Molly 12 says, help. Con un D16, D6, which is not a code I'm familiar with. I assume you mean A6, or maybe you meant Z6. But please ask me the question, and hopefully I can get to you without any challenge. Invictus is asking, have I dreamed a new Supra? No, I have not. I got some exposure to it via Toyota at the most recent NASCAR event in Fontana, but I have not had the opportunity to drive it yet. But we're starting to develop a very good relationship with Toyota and, and Lexus. As a matter of fact, um, I drove on X, a Lexus GSF here today to Turbinetics, courtesy of Lexus, to get my input on it. And that being said, don't be surprised when I do. And if I do, I'll definitely provide you guys some insights indeed. You know? What size is the Odyssey running? It looks massive. It is a precision 69 millimeter. So it's pretty decent sized turbo. And we push that to 41 PSI to make the power we make nowadays. Very efficient setup indeed. Miguel saying Z6. Let me know, Miguel, how I can help. I'd be more than happy to answer that. You know? Dark with Cade. Yes, I've seen those oilless turbos, but I haven't had the opportunity to play with them. I know that turbos love clean oil that can help with cooling as well. So having some that's oilless, I don't quite know if technology is ideal or optimized yet, but I honestly, as a scientist, I can't quote on things that I have not had experience with. I will not assume. My pleasure, Obi-Wanza. My pleasure indeed. <coughs> Hello, Jermaine. Good seeing you. Good afternoon. Yo, the driver tech. Good afternoon. Good seeing you. JB. Good seeing you as well. Alex, you made it. Thanks for joining us today. Pedro, I'm up to you as well. Dealing all the way from Belgium. Good afternoon. Good seeing you as well. Um, what do you recommend to turbo a stock D16Y7? Well, not something too crazy. So because you have factory internals and factory rods, which is one of the Achilles heel of the D-series, the rod system itself, I really wouldn't put anything larger than, let's say, a 48 millimeter. That's even pushing it. Um, you can comfortably do something in the 260 range to the wheels with the D16Y7 reliably. And if you can get away or access to EV5, you can even push that a little further. But I would highly encourage you to, at a minimum, do valve springs, a decent camshaft, which you have reprofiling services for, pistons and rods, and you can boost to your heart's content. Engine management and tuning is also very key as well, you know? Josh is asking anyone there from the UK. So I know that Adam Good is from the UK. So maybe he can help. Taylor Derb, great question. What's next for insight? So Hoonigan is pushing me. Uh, to get that car back together. So you're going to see some great data from us. They'll be on Bill Biology and they'll follow us to Irwindale for testing. So the engine just came in, the bare block just came in re-sleeved from Golden Eagle. Trom is finishing up the pistons right now and I'll be visiting them tomorrow. The next thing is to get the engine assembled. I need to get the head tested and see if it's sealed properly. AEM is redesigning the intake, AEM induction, so that's pretty exciting as well. And last night I was talking to Rywire about redoing the wiring system because it has some pretty old technology in terms of wiring. And I want to update that indeed, you know? Uh, let's see here. Will you be able to make one of your gaskets for my diesel build? I did good. Um, one of gaskets could be very expensive. I don't think I'd be the perfect person to do that. Um, if we're making bulk, it helps a lot. 
but to do a one-off, it's very cost prohibitive, and I, I wouldn't do that to you again. It's very, very expensive to do that, you know? Um, thank you so much. I am Mike, good seeing you. Uh, Blueberry is saying, did I know there's a 16 Honda Civic Type R with a rad blue Bissimer library? Now, I do know that exists as a Hot Wheel, but if it exists in real life, I, do, I was not aware of that as well. Oh, Hot Wheels, yes, I knew that. So uh, we have a good relationship with Mattel. I was uh, just at Mattel this past weekend. So we have a Bissimoto uh, Type R in blue, silver, and red. We also have the Bissimoto um, Odyssey in a limited supply, which I don't even have any myself. It's really sad. And then uh, recently, I think it was a Turbo City as well. And hopefully more to come. Uh, what would you recommend for a quick spooling turbo for a 400 wheel horsepower EJ25? Once again, it will be the Turbonex TNX20. So they have the, of the larger 20 series. Um, is the, I don't think if anyone here knows offhand, if the TNX20, the largest one is the 52 millimeter inducer. I don't remember. I don't remember either. So, but if you have a challenge getting that turbo, let me know. We have a great relationship with them here and I can pass on my discount to you. No problem whatsoever. Um, that's very true. Rob makes a good point. You also need to upgrade your clutch. That's absolutely fantastic, you know? I think Good said, if you ever sell your Odyssey and what kind of price would you tempt you to sell? I have no interest in selling it. I love that van so much. And I just drove it last week and I forgot how exciting and comfortable that van is. Oh, it had to be a pretty penny for me to sell it. Um, there's more than just a cool van in the facility. There was a lot of literally, literal blood, sweat, and tears that went into that, that vehicle. And um, the, I, I, can't, I don't even know what I'd be able to sell it for. It has to be something just absolutely like I, couldn't, I couldn't turn down. But I haven't given everyone much thought, you know? Um, Vape Submo Masters, VMZ says, a few episodes back, you mentioned J-Series cinder walls were thinner on the newer version. Will 2010 J-Series stare the same fate? So, what I meant is that the webbing, the outside casing is different. So when Honda went to their Earth Dreams concept, it's absolutely fantastic in terms of efficiency. They wanted to be able to have the weight of a four-cylinder with the power of a six-cylinder in a lot of the engines. And, you know, in the, in, this, in, in the vein of making things more efficient. And the same thing with having 1.5 turbos. They want to have V6 power with the weight of, you know, a four-bagger. And the efficiency and gas mileage of something even much more miserly. So what I noticed is that the, not typically the sleeves, but the outer casing and webbing was much thinner. So in 2010, you're actually okay. It still has the nice thick webbing and nice thick outer housing. Honda didn't get too crazy with the Earth Dreams at that time, so you are okay when it comes to that particular housing, you know? Oh, can you x-ray? Okay, RNF, I hope everything is well, you know? No worries what I can do, no worries at all, you know? Um, RC saying, Beast Motor, you are the best tuner in Cali. My man, I'd love to get my FA tuned by you. Nothing but respect. Thank you for this kind words, RC. I appreciate that, and hopefully I get to exceed your expectations one of these days, you know? Oh, I need to take, push, you can take it away if, if, if I'm, there you go. I was using his table, which I shouldn't have. I've been quite naughty. Um, how do we increase power in a four-bank with aluminum block? Turbocharging. <laughs> it's pretty simple. The key to making power is getting as much air as possible in the engine with the appropriate amount of fuel, which is pretty amazing. But that is the way to make it happen, you know? Water metal nitrous? Yes, Kevin, it can be done reliably. Absolutely. Not on the same nozzle, though, you know? Um, Dr. Way, I talked, to, I talked a little bit about that. I had, don't have much experience with that, you know? 
Okay, RNF, I will message you as soon as you write to me. No problem. Hello, DA Motorsports. Good seeing you. I'm here, Turbinetics, one of your favorites. I think you were going to put that in one of your um, Toy Barus, which is pretty interesting. And speaking of Toy Baru, I like this car. This is awesome. You missed my... Yes, I did good. I know, I know. Uh, can we talk turbos from two brands? Um, sure. Let me know what you'd like to talk about, and we can... I'll be more than happy to. Uh, ah, TNX20 versus G25600. I haven't tested both. Um, the TNX2554 I played around with, but not the G25. I have not had the experience. So unfortunately, I don't have Robert any experience with those, with both of those, only one. I can probably make something happen, but I don't have that experience. Now, on paper, the 600, they, they claim this great flow with a smaller package, but I haven't seen data firsthand, unfortunately. Hello, Oscar. Um, Fox is asking, what was the last video of you in the Odyssey doing a proper burnout? That was last week. Is my, you know, that was my first burnout in R888s, and those things smoke like crazy, so kudos to Toyo. But um, Donut Garage did this whole series or, or, or say show on vans and how cool they could be, and that just launched yesterday, so if you go on Donut Garage's YouTube page, you'll see it, and Nolan, who's the host for that show, talked about it. I haven't even watched it. I need to. I've just been so slammed, you know? I've been so slammed indeed. Oh, Sam's UK as well. Very nice, you know? Best cans for Z3 in a street tune and weekends at the drag strip. Something custom from us. We can definitely help you out. There's nothing commercially available for the Z3 that I like. We can definitely do something custom for you. Santa Ana's in the house. Thank you for joining us, Fox. Good seeing you. Um, Robert's asking, port and polishing a, a, a I think you meant throttle bottle instead of body, bottle body. I think you meant throttle body. Is it worthwhile? I think I'm doing this to a 2JZ GE. An oversized throttle body helps. You know, 2JZ GEs, being the natural aspirated cousin of the GTE, is super restrictive. So if you can go oversized or if you can bore out your factory throttle body and go with a corresponding larger plate, yes, you can gain from it. I don't see gains in polishing. The polishing doesn't do much. But boring out and putting a larger plate helps tremendously. Those engines need to breathe. And it has a lot of potential, especially in the head and valve train, you know? Um, so Pirate Auto is asking a great question. Same thing. The larger TNX20s is what I would recommend for 700 horsepower. It has a T25 uh, footprint. And um, if you push those turbos, you could exceed your power. You can get to probably 800 horsepower to the wheels with no problem. But for 700, it gives good spool. It's fairly compact because internally gated, and the compressor housing is nice as well without restricting flow. So that's what I would recommend, you know? Oh, no worries whatsoever, Robert. Um, the TNX20 is the T25 flange Mazda MX3. It's pretty nice, you know? I am pushing. Wago Do is saying I should push Mattel to make a Hot Wheels of the Wagon. I'm trying my best. It's totally up to upper management to make it happen. And combination with our friends from American Honda in their licensing division, which I think they're okay with it. I think it has to do a lot with, um, you know, our friends from uh, Mattel. Speaking of insights, have you kept up with Brian Gillespie and his ventures to build another speed car? No, I haven't. I need to give him a call. That's so cool. You know, Kevin said, I said he should sell it. I'm sure she would. <laughs> uh, Oscar Ivan is asking a good question. Would I ever order Del Sol? I have. I had a blue Del Sol that initially had a D-series in it which sounded really good. We had an experimental exhaust system on that as well, which is really cool. It almost looked like a motorcycle exhaust, so all billet and cool. Had a nice deep tone, and someone stole it from the front of my house. 
How crazy is that? Got it back. I did an H to B swap on it, and then ended up sending it to my friends at Action Clutch. So I have Odendale so no problem whatsoever. No problem at all, you know. Young stars asking, what do you think of a Howtech? I see people moving to Howtech. Um, I like Howtech. I don't see a lot of people moving to it, but I've done, I tune Howtech. I've done the E-Series, the Platinum, and even the Elite. So the E-Series are, are very nice. Um, I like the AM Infinity because it offers me a lot more flexibility and a lot more features for the price. So the AM Infinity is ideal for me, and it's what I like. But Howtech E-Series are cool. We've had quite a few S14s come by with, with Howtechs and a few SR20s as well. Not bad at all. Oh, miss, yeah, they're delayed, they're delayed. Okay, let me, let me go further. Um, Maz is saying, my video led to becoming a PR dealer. Thank you so much. My, I'm here to help. Thank you so much. I'm glad I could be of assistance, you know? Um, anything works for the EJ series engines? I don't have a relationship with Subaru. I just, I'm, I was at the bank yesterday doing a wire transfer um, for like this crazy project calls talking about not too long ago. And... One of the patrons at the bank asked me if I had anything, am I doing anything with Subaru? So I guess they're getting really popular. I don't have a relationship with Subaru at all, so unfortunately, no, you know? I hope so too as well, Dog and Dow, you know? RC versus Gram injectors, 550ccs. Um, RC uses Lucas-based injectors. Gram, I've seen hits and misses with those. I like something from either 5.0 or ID when it comes to that, because they, they, they really use very balanced EV14 injectors, so that would be my choice, indeed. And it's not that expensive to explore. Um, what size turbo would you recommend for a 4AG 20 valve with a flathead valve and CB pistons, as Anders? It depends on your horsepower goal. Let me know, and I'll give you some very nice recommendations, you know? FIC, <laughs> you're so funny, Kevin. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Charlie's saying he's thinking about building a compound turbo K-series. Would it work or would that be too much money for not a lot of horsepower? It depends. Now, your compound, are you doing supercharger and turbocharger? Or are you doing a compound where you're taking a larger turbo and feeding a smaller one or vice versa? Let me know. And I can, but either way, it's cool. The complexity is there. It could be pretty complex. But if you're, either one you're doing, you can eat your kick and have it too. You can have low RPM spool capability, where either you do supercharge application or a smaller turbo. And the large turbo can give you a lot more top end. So the driving experience can be just absolutely exhilarating. But it would be a little more involved financially and a lot of fabrication. Yes, it can work. But be very careful with your boost control because if you have one doing 4 PSI, another doing 4 PSI, it doesn't add up to 8. It compounds. It's a multiplier. So be very careful when tuning, okay? Hello, CB7 Jeff. Hello, Kick Up Dust. Good afternoon. 05 STI, EJ25, closed deck, port heads, 280 cams. Sounds like a good setup. How much power do you plan on making? Let me know. Maybe I can point you in that direction on what size turbo to use. JV says he just bought a Civic and has a stick shift. Easy according to the previous owner. Would it harm the car if it's an automatic? Please help. Um, you bought a Civic, it has a stick shift ECU. According to the it will harm the car if it's an Ooh, so... It, de it depends on what your Civic. We've done weird things, especially with J-Series swaps where we use automatic ECUs on a stick application, but not the other way around because the ECU does tend to contain modules or information that allows you to shift properly. So if you're having a manual ECU on the automatic, it could be a bit of a challenge. Vice versa, not so much, you know? Um, 450 ballpark, okay. 
450 ballpark, TX20, the larger one they have, I think it's about 52 or 54 millimeter, it'll get you to that and it'll spool very quickly with a T25 turbine footprint, which is nice, you know? What I'm missing in an intercooler, uh, I'd rather go liquid to air, but um, that does help. I've seen people miss water. I've seen people miss um, nitrous, which is pretty cool. The only thing is that it's finite. Unless you have a very large tank, I've seen people run out on the racetrack if they're road racing, and drag racing, some people even forget to put it on or so on and so forth. But it does work. It could help with reducing temps, but I love liquid to air because it allows you the opportunity to exist at ambient. Definitely ambient, and I have that on a red center seat. I use the Spirico intercoolers for that, which is pretty nice indeed. You know, GTR R35 or manual 997 turbo, which is more fun to drive and which is more fun for you to tune. Now the GTR, of course, R35 has a good opportunity for aftermarket support, but the 9971 with its all-wheel drive assembly as well is absolutely smashing, and also extremely prestigious as well, and much much better tunability than 972. So if you, if, if you're more a JDM head, I would say the GTR would be ideal. But if you love the prestige and, and the, the beauty of a Porsche and the, the balanced effect of that, you can go bad on 9917. I, I would definitely do that and throw an Infinity on the call of the day. Let's see. Quick response over power, I hear you. Definitely TNX20. That's the way to go, by all means. Hit me up if you have a hard time seeing that, you know? Um, RCI, I answered your question about the camshafts. Something custom from BC Motor would be ideal, you know? Um, the difference between 1,000 cc and 750 injectors, about 200 cc difference. So you can definitely make a lot more power with the 1,000 um, cc injectors, especially on E85, just because of the sheer flow rate of it. But typically, if you're looking at the EV14 Bosch based injector, which um, the guys from 5.0 sell and the guys from RC, um, not RC, RC has some too, but um, on the EV14 size, uh, ID has as well. The spray patterns are similar, the coils are similar, but definitely 200cc, 250cc is the difference between the two, you know? Red Bull or Monster? <laughs> I like Red Bull. <laughs> You're so funny, dealing. And with that, <laughs> my time is up there. Get back to work here. So I'm going to let them go and let you guys go as well. But thank you so much for joining me here at Turbinetics. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys soon as well at the office. I will have a meeting here very soon with Reggie, who is such a great advocate and the entire team. And for all of us here in Moore Park, California, thank you so much for joining us, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Cheers to your Argentina as well. Take care, everyone. Have a good one. Bye-bye.